0: What's happening, everybody? Hello, 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 hello! Welcome back to Moment with Moschetti. I am your hostesses with the mostesses, your sister, auntie, cousin, best friend, always coming with the realness. Your spiritual and mental health guide, Moschetti herself. Hello, welcome back. I'm back in the. I'm back in the studio. I'm back over here at the uh, Sherman Phoenix. I'm back down here and the t- with the Tone Depth Network. Ready to give y'all another episode. I feel like I've been out of the studio for forever, but really, I was just gone last week. I was here the week before. I was gone the week before that. I've been doing a lot of traveling, a lot of sightseeing, a lot of a lot of different adventures have been going on in my life and a lot of uh Uh, uh, I've been seeing a lot of newness I've been having a lot of growth I've been having a lot of fun I've been on a lot of missions um, Both in the physical and the spiritual And I'm just really glad to uh, I'm really glad to be back in here Back in front of the camera Back back with you guys So welcome, hello, hi I still like my buttons, I ain't changed (laughs) Anywho, so today Today we're going to be talking about how to conquer your fears before we get in that y'all already know the routine y'all already know what's up y'all already know what we do first uh first we're gonna check in say hi do i got my comments on the side i can't see him <laughs> we'll check in with the comments on the side see who's in here hey ma, mom skeddy always here and punctual my biggest fan um but of course we get into the church announcements um what do we have going on in the brotherhood? I don't have a whole lot coming up in the immediate future. I've had so much going on that I don't even know if I was keeping up with it, if it was coming up, but I'll, you know, always follow, <laughs> follow Momosketty on Facebook, follow Anthony McGahee and Praise Motivated for any of the updates that we have there. As far as the announcements that are happening in the Church of Christ Brotherhood, um, October 18th Through the 21st, we will be having the Midwest Lectureship, in which a bunch of preachers from all over the Midwest and some from even further away will be descended upon. The Milwaukee area will be out in Brookfield at the Sheridan Hotel for those days, Um, just getting a good word in. So it will be a variety of preachers. Um, I believe the theme this year is We've Come This Far by Faith. So if you're interested in that, there are fees and things associated with it. There's a banquet at the end of which we will be honoring my minister dr Stephen and thompson on his 39 years in ministry of at our congregation so we're gonna give a little bit. <laughs> okay. um, know. And not too many people in general who are doing anything for 39 40 years and so we're really proud of him um his ministry is actually longer than 39 years because he was uh he's traveled to traveled around and been at different congregations before he landed at central before he ended up in milwaukee um but he's done a tenure of 39 years at our congregation alone. And it's been a very strong time. Uh, I've been there for 35 of them and I can attest that he's been putting in a lot of work both in and out of the pulpit. And so we, uh, us and the brotherhood at large just want to celebrate and commemorate he and his wife and that time period. So if you're interested, if you're in the area um, hit me up, hit up the central church of Christ and we will let you know all the information that you need to know to be part of the lectureship. On top of that, if you are a small business, an entrepreneur, um, and you're interested in vending, we have vendor spots available from the 18th through the 21st, um, $150 for four days. Like, that's, look, that's, that's a nice little deal. And there's a lot of people who are going to be coming through from all over the place across those four days. So if that's something that you're interested in, they're still taking vendors. um, You can you can inbox me and I will get you the information on how to be linked up with that if that is something that you're interested in. So please let me know. Of course, like I said, this is the Churches of Christ Midwest Lectureship taking place October 18th through the 21st. Honoring, commemorating, culminating in honoring Dr. Stephen N. Thompson, who is my minister. So um, I think that is the most that we have for church announcements this week. That's nothing with what you can make, huh? I'm not really sure what that was in reference to, Mom. But okay. <laughs> so um. Today's episode might be a little bit brief, maybe, maybe not. I have a lot to say. I absolutely have a lot to say on this topic. Oh, one hundred and forty for four, one hundred and fifty four. That, yeah, one hundred and fifty dollars for four days is 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 a drop in the bucket for what you can make over that time period, especially depending on what your product is. If it's a hot seller, it's a hot seller. So get on top of that, because you can make that back in one day, to be honest, and then some. No, the reason why I said that today's episode might not be too long. I have a lot to say on this topic, but let me tell you, this weather has been shifting and there's been all kind of craziness going on in the air. So most Moschetti got a little, a little tickle in her throat today. So if I get too far into this thing and it hurts to talk, I might have to cut it short. I don't want to cut it short because I'm actually very excited about speaking on this topic today, but please mind me. Holy spirit be with me and my throat as I make my way through. I done already been doing too much singing and too much talking and I got rehearsal this evening. So we are going to do what it, we don't, we going we gonna do what we came to do though. You know, a little, so don't, don't stop. Don't stop. No show. A little, so throat. Don't stop. No show show. Okay so midwest lectureship coming up october um and then later in october at the end of the month then the central church of christ will be having our annual minister's appreciation on top of that so always be on uh the to the best way to get the most recent information is to follow me on social media follow me on facebook follow me on um facebook be the main place where i put all the all the announcements or follow the Central Church of Christ or follow Anthony here and Praise Motivated. Also, if you're in the Milwaukee area, there's a lot of, uh, there are quite a few um, open mic and karaoke events that are occurring next week. A friend of mine, uh, DJ Trunkbuster, Buster, will be hosting live band karaoke. The first event, I believe, is on the 15th at Muse 33. I'm planning on being in the place. Um, each each event is going to have a theme, and the theme for the first event is Mary J. Blige. So I'm super excited about that. We're gonna be in there live band karaoke, karaoke, and Mary J. Like, come on, let's go, let's go. And I can't be without you, baby. I'm saying better than that. I told y'all my throat hurt. Don't talk about me. Don't don't judge me. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. Oh, ju- judge me if you want to. Judge your mom. My- but anywho um like i said whatever we got going on you can follow me on the socials and that'll be the best way to get connected and if you have any questions always feel free to hit me up inbox me or you can email me email me at moschetti at gmail.com i do have a a gmail account matter of fact if you got any questions for me regarding any of my content if you have any questions for me regarding um topics that you would like for me to cover or if you have any questions about any of the other things that we have going on and you're having a hard time reaching me through regular Facebook, because, you know, sometimes messages be behind the messages if we're not friends, you can always shoot me an email at moskatty at gmail.com. I'll be out here. I'll check it. It's on my phone. I'll check it. All right. I really, I think I need some tea. I need something warm on my throat instead of something cold. <laughs> And I'm probably gonna disinfect this mic real good before I go. I, look, I went to the doctor. I ain't got no, I ain't got no, I ain't got no COVID. I ain't got no fever. This right here just hurt. But, anyways, so let's get into the topic for today. The topic for today: How to face your fears. So. If you watch my last episode, you will hear all about how I was climbing this pyramid when I was in Mexico and how I was scared to do it and how um eventually I did it because it was it because I came to the determination through a couple of different factors that it would be worth it to go up to the top. Um and when I sat about sat back and thought about that some more, I really realized that The thing that was separating me from reaching the top of that pyramid, from reaching the destination, from reaching the peak, was fear. It was fear. It was nothing but fear. And so that led me really to kind of take a bit of a mental dive on how fear really affects the way that we operate in general, how fear affects me as an individual, and how fear affects us all so I came up with this idea of how to conquer your fears. And um, I'm going to break it down. Accept, acknowledge, assess, ask, and activate. And y'all see what that means as I go through. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, so mom in the comments, please like, comment, and share these, uh, this video. If you find any of this enlightening, if you um, think that somebody else could find it beneficial as well, always like, comment, share. <laughs> so fear. Y'all know if you've been following me for a while, you know, I like to work with a good definition so that we know what we're so we know what we are talking about. So we have basis for the conversation that we have at hand. And so the definition of fear that I read was an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely likely to cause pain or a threat. Let me read that from the top. Fear, an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain, or a threat. So as I was writing down this definition of fear, the first thing that st- that stood out to me was that fear is a belief. It is a belief system. Fear is not the danger. Fear is not the pain. Fear is not the threat. But fear is a belief system around those things. And while danger and pain and threats are real things that we should be avoiding, the belief system around them is something that may or may not be true may or may not be real, but when it permeates our lives, when it permeates our minds, when it permeates our hearts, it becomes just as tangible, that belief, that fear becomes just as tangible as the actual danger, as the actual pain, as the actual threat. And so what I want us to do is take a moment to... Sit with the things that you're avoiding. And acknowledge whether or not they're fear-based. So that comes to the first point, accept. Accept. In order to conquer your fear, the first thing that you have to do is accept the fact that fear is the ruling factor in your decision-making. Um, There are some things in my life that I am, I'm trying to get accomplished, have been trying to get accomplished, desire to get accomplished in the future that I haven't even begun. And the reason why I realized was that I was operating out of a fear mindset. And I think sometimes we, we operate way more frequently out of a fear mindset than what we actually realize. Sometimes it manifests itself as, "Oh, I don't think I really want to do that," or or telling ourselves stories that, "Oh, it's too hard. Or it's going to take too long. Or it's too complicated." Sometimes those things are true, but a lot of the times we are just operating we are out of a fear-based mindset, out of a fear-based belief system, and that fear is our ruling factor in that moment over is the ruling factor over that circumstance. And so in order to conquer fear, the first thing that we have to do is accept the fact that we have allowed fear to take up rank and rule over our lives in the first place. Now, the reason why we have to accept that is because if we're in denial of it, then we won't face it. If we want to call it, if we continue to call fear by another name, then we won't actually, <laughs> Then we won't actually address it. Mom says, are you just going to talk about me this whole time? I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about me. If, I, if you happen to catch a stray in the, <laughs> in the meantime, then it is what it is. But well, honestly, this isn't for me. This is This is for me. It is for you. It is for everybody who find themselves in a circumstance in which fear has become the ruling factor over their lives. A belief system that has become so tangible that it dictates the way that you're operating on a daily basis. And you don't even realize it. Or you don't acknowledge it. But for us to conquer it, we got to accept and acknowledge that the boogeyman is in the room and look him dead in the eye. Because once you accept that fear is the ruling factor over what it is that you're trying to accomplish, you can begin to dismantle it. You start to call it something else, you start to try to dismantle something else. You want to call it procrastination, you start to dismantle procrastination. You want to call it laziness, you start to dismantle laziness. You want to call it lack of knowledge, you start to dismantle lack of knowledge. You call it anything other than what it is, you will sidetrack yourself from actually addressing what it is. Rejection is anyone mom says rejection is anyone going to care about what i have to say share or do the fear of rejection rejection is a fear it's one of those belief systems because rejection is really just the, the the fear of the pain that will be that will occur should you not be accepted so it could be fear but fear of Rejection, fear of failure, fear of doing it wrong, fear of not achieving, fear of not making it to the finish line. It doesn't matter what the fear is. It's fear that's conquering. It's fear that is the ruling factor. fear of the unknown. It's a belief system that you have allowed to become so tangible that it is dictating the way that you operate. So, once we accept that fear is ruling, we can address it. We can look at it dead inside. And we can begin to dismantle it. So that takes me to the next point. Acknowledge. Acknowledge what you're actually afraid of. Sometimes we can recognize that there is fear taking place. Um, But we might be mislabeling it. We might be mislabeling it. We might think that we're afraid of one thing, but we're really afraid of something completely different. I know it's been very hard for me to grow not been hard for me to grow my channel I haven't put forth a lot of effort into growing my channel growing my show not because I'm afraid that people are going to care about what I have to say as I'm afraid that people will criticize what I have to say and that is a level of vulnerability that I have been afraid to step into as a level of vulnerability I can honestly say I have been afraid to step into. Um, and because when you, when you put yourself out there, you set yourself up for criticism. It's not a fake thing. You really do set yourself up for criticism. And any and everybody can say what they want to say about you. So there's a certain amount of nakedness that you feel, a certain amount of vulnerability a certain, it's a lack of control that you have when you put yourself and your words and your thoughts and your opinions out there. I never know which one of these moments with most sketty might go viral and there might be think pieces and whole other podcasts created. And for all I know, somebody just might not like the fact that I wear stud earrings. Like, Or I drink bottled water. (laughs) Or that I wear a black shirt with a black background. Like, you never know what a person might criticize when you put yourself out there. Which is part of the reason why when I very first started, I didn't even tell anybody that I was starting. I just started. Like, the very first live broadcast I ever did was when I did my affirmation series. Goodness. Two years ago almost? And I just got on. I got on one day. No advertisement, no lead up. I ain't had no flyer. I just, I had my affirmation cards and I sat down in front of my camera and I just went. Because I knew if I thought about it too much, the fear, uh, different levels of fear would kick in. I would start to overthink. I would start to overanalyze. And the layers upon layers of different types of fears would allow themselves to set in. But really it would just be the fear of vulnerability. The fear of criticism, the fear of appearing uneducated or unworthy to be in this space. All of that would show up. And so sometimes you have to really dismantle and acknowledge, like, what are you actually afraid of? Because when you acknowledge what you're actually afraid of, then you can dismantle it. You can assess, which is the next thing, you can assess where the fear is coming from. And you can assess whether or not it's even legitimate. Like mom said, mom in the comments said, haters gonna hate. Well, if you're just afraid of some haters and you ask yourself intellectually, am I actually afraid of haters? Like, do do I truly care about what haters are going to say? Because there are there is going to be a population of people existing in the world who are always going to be anti whatever it is you're doing. You can go vegan and the meat eaters gonna hate you. You can eat meat and the pita gonna hate you. It doesn't matter what you do. There's always gonna be somebody in the world who does not agree with your stance that you take on whatever. And so if you truly don't care about that intellectually and really in your heart, then you're able to meet yourself and your fear at a crossroad, you will be able to meet yourself and your fear with some honesty. <laughs> Mom said, "Are we the same person or not? You birthed me, you raised me. I got you have, you and half my DNA, so it is what it is. If I'm walking down your street, we walking down it hand in hand. <laughs> but really." You can assess whether or not your fears are legitimate because like I said, fear is the belief that something is dangerous or likely to cause pain or a threat. Some of the things that you might be desiring to do in life might be dangerous. They might be likely to cause pain. They might lead to a threat. But that's why we have to assess whether or not our fear is legitimate. And if the fear is legitimate, then you can ask yourself, what do you need to do to be safe? you're worried about emotional pain what do you need to do to be safe from emotional pain maybe you need to stay out of the comment sections maybe you need to continually fortify yourself with people around you who are going to give you honest feedback so they can uplift you in those times when you're struggling or they can humble you in those times when you got a big head they can encourage you but give you active constructive criticism on the work that you're doing so that you're not just at the mercy of the masses and the masses are going to ex- are going to possess every piece of opinion that a human being could have that's why I hate when people be like oh the same people who be out here talk about this like this like no it's not the same people that be out here talking about this like this a lot of the times the same people who talk about one thing and advocate for another it's not the same people it's people you can assess where's this fear coming from are you actually fearful because you've a you've attempted something like this before and it resulted in failure? Because if you actually attempted something like this before and it resulted in failure or resulted in actual danger or resulted in actual pain or resulted in an actual threat, you can learn from those experiences and fortify yourself to where you're much safer this go around. Or you can legitimately say, no, I tried this thing. And I am fearful of it because it put me in such a place of danger that I do not desire to go back there again. And in that aspect, it's not just fear as a belief system that is dictating your your movements. At that point, it is legitimate information. It is history. It is something tangible that is causing you to move differently. And if you have actual evidence that something is dangerous or something is painful or something is a threat and that is dictating your movement, that's not fear anymore. That's, that's evidence. That's history. That's something tangible. It's not just a belief system, but it is real. As you're assessing where the fear is coming from, sometimes you might find out that that fear is actually coming from Nowhere. That fear is just coming from fear. And this is where we get a little bit into the spiritual part of things, too. Sometimes that fear is coming from the enemy. Sometimes you have a calling on your life that is so big and so grand that it will affect and grow and and uplift others. And the enemy requires for you to be fearful and not move forward in order to stop the momentum that you're going to have to stop the influence that you're going to have. Sometimes that fear is a trick of the of the devil because all he has is what he can work on in your mind. To stop you. From your greatness. And if that's the case. You need to know that. You need to acknowledge that. You need to see that as. as as A thing. You can pray that off. You got some scriptures for that. My absolute favorite scripture. Is uh, Joshua chapter 1 verse 9. It says have I not commanded you. Haven't I commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. This has been my favorite scripture for a long time. Part of part of the reason I like it is, is because God is like, I already told you to quit tripping. <laughs> I already told you, Look, don't worry about it. I'm here. You don't have to be fearful. You don't have to to fall off kilter. I'm right here. And I'm going to be with you wherever you go. Because the enemy would love to make you feel like you're alone. Would love to make you feel like you're on an island. Would love to make you feel like the thing that you are trying to accomplish is impossible. Would love to plant seeds of fear and doubt and dismay in your heart. So you have to assess where your fear is coming from because when it's legitimate caution, if you're supposed to do it, then you'll be able to make provisions in order to get it accomplished. You want to jump out of airplane, take a parachute. That's a legitimate fear of falling and dying. But we be out here scared to, like, go to an open mic, start a podcast, ask our boss for a raise, say hi to a stranger, walk around the block, speak up for yourself order a pizza <laughs> assess where the fear is coming from discover if it's legitimate and ask yourself what do i what do i need to be safe if it is a legitimate fear ask yourself where is it coming from is it coming from experience? Is it coming from childhood? Was there a younger version of yourself that that encountered this situation? And you weren't big or strong enough to handle it, and now you're forever afraid of everything that looks like it? You need to remind yourself that you're bigger, you're stronger. Now you're more knowledgeable now. You have more experience now. You have more tools now than you did when you attempted this before. That you trust yourself better now than whenever you tried to attempt this before. Assess where the fear is coming from. So we said accept that fear is ruling over your life acknowledge what you are afraid of assess where the fear is coming from then ask yourself if you can handle it you said i have a voice now and it's 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 i'm speaking in a loop that ain't me (laughs) that ain't me ask yourself can you handle it Sometimes I play a little game with my client called what is the worst that can happen or worst case scenario when we're talking about conquering our fears. And I ask what is the worst case scenario? The worst possible outcome of that thing that you're afraid of attempting or that thing that you have to do at the end of the week or tomorrow or tonight, what is the worst possible outcome? And a lot of times people haven't even thought about what they're really afraid of. Like they, everybody, you have a desired outcome of a, of, of a scenario. But sometimes people haven't even thought about what is the worst that could happen. And I know they haven't thought about what's the worst that can happen. Because when I make them answer that question, a lot of the times it's something that they can deal with. So I start a podcast. And nobody watches it. If, if, Should say that's your worst case scenario. Nobody watches it. Nobody. Not a soul. Can you live with that? How will you feel if that happened? Well, maybe a little sad, maybe a little rejected, maybe a little like you wasted your time. But is there real danger behind that? Is there pain behind that? Is there a real threat behind that? Did you die? Oh no. So you have to ask yourself, like, can you handle the bad that might come out of it? You might even have to ask yourself, can you handle the good that might come out of it? Are you afraid that it's too good to be true? that your success in a, in a, in and in, a, in an endeavor is possibly too good to be true so you are afraid to move forward because you might not be able to hold on to it because it might just be a temporary dream because you might fall like i said i was i was very afraid i was very afraid of when I was going up the side of the pyramid that I was talking about in my last episode and it was it had nothing to do with the going up it was the coming down that I was afraid of yeah it could be dangerous yeah it could have been painful if I would have fallen but when I looked around, there were tons of different peoples of different ages and different abilities who were going up and down perfectly fine. We were given information on how to go up and how to go down safely. There was a paramedic on standby, just in case anybody did hurt themselves. So I had to ask myself, okay, what's what's the worst that could happen? I get to the top and. I get a little scared and have to come down slow yeah, I come down slow anyways the worst really that could happen is that I was go like blow off the side of the pyramid and like hurt myself but it wasn't that windy that day It really wasn't that realistic <laughs> that that would happen and I had evidence that tons of people were going up and down perfectly fine Mom said, "When I have a live when I have a live sale, if no one is on, I just keep on like twenty five people are there. Sometimes you just have to keep on. But if you ask yourself, can you handle it? Can you handle the worst case scenario? Can you handle an actual failure? Can you handle an actual success?" Sometimes the answer to your worst case scenario is you will be just fine. Or sometimes the answer to your worst case scenario is that everything will become a catastrophe and then you'll fix it. I've dealt with people of all different walks of life, all different types of professions. um. And a lot of their what's the worst that can happen was that everything will just go wrong. And when I ask them if everything goes wrong, do you have the tools to correct it? A lot of times they say yes. Except like my medical professionals sometimes are afraid that somebody might like die, which is legitimate. But then I ask them, "Do you have the tools? Do you have the provisions? Do you have the procedures in place to ensure that the likelihood of someone passing away is very minimal?" And they'll say, "Oh yeah, we've got this, and we've got that. Double check, and we've got we've got all types of things to make sure that checks and balances are in place so that nobody is actually harmed in our in our care." But outside of that, if you don't actually have people's lives at at stake or your life is not actually at stake, chances are even if a catastrophe does happen within the realm of whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish, you'll most likely jump into action to try to fix it. Or if you can't fix it, you will move on to the next thing after that crumbles apart. What's the worst that can happen? And then the final thing that... Excuse me. That was not ladylike at all. (laughs) And then the final thing that you can ask yourself, the final thing that you need to do to, to face, conquer... Fight your fears. It's to actually activate yourself. It's time to move forward on that thing you're afraid of. Period. It's time to move forward on that thing that you're afraid of. If you don't move forward, your fear continues to rule. We've already acknowledged that what the fear is. We've assessed it to see whether or not it's legitimate and what provisions we need to put into place. We've assessed it to see if it's the enemy who is in our way, who is stopping us. And we know no weapon formed against us shall prosper. We know God has not given us the spirit of fear. We, there's tons of scriptures, tons of scriptures about fear. We've asked ourselves if we can handle it, if the very worst thing in the scenario were to happen. And we've determined at this point that we can handle it. And if everything does fall into a catastrophe. Here's the thing about catastrophes. and, and, and We're always afraid of them until they happen. And when they happen, we don't have a choice but to go into go mode. Yes you should have a fire extinguisher in your house. Yes you should put batteries in your smoke alarm. Yes you should talk to your family about uh f- uh, uh uh where to meet in case of a fire and 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 how to dial 911. You should have your fire safety plan and 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 non-flammable drapes and non-flammable pajamas yeah we should do all that stuff so that we take proper precautions but if your house catches on fire in those moments you are not so concerned about fear as you are concerned about getting out of there and making sure everybody is safe nobody has time for oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my god then you will burn We have a way of activating ourselves in the middle of a catastrophe that is very different than what we would imagine that we would. Some people freeze. Some people do. But most of the time we just go ahead and activate ourselves and move through move through the catastrophe if there is one. Everything up until the point of the catastrophe, it ain't a problem until it's a problem. Everything up until there is just fear is a belief system. So it's time to activate yourself. If your fears are legitimate, if there is actual danger, if there's actual pain, if there's actual threat, we've already assessed that. And you need to put your things in order to make sure that you're as safe as possible. You activate your coping skills, breathe through it, pray through it, approach it multiple times from multiple directions. Sometimes you got to pick it up and put it back down. Cause ah, scary. <laughs> But do it. Because the danger ain't real till it's dangerous. The threat ain't real till it's real. The pain ain't real till it's real. If you're worried about some emotional pain, imagine the emotional pain that you'll have if you never accomplish your dreams. You worry about some emotional pain? You worry about being disappointed? You worry about somebody talking about you? Ain't nobody talking about you. And if and when they do, you bring in your support system, you fortify yourself and you move forward. See, some of these fears aren't even things that we, some of these fears are things that we know we can conquer. Some of these fears are things we know we can make our way through. But we will never make our way through it unless we actually walk to it. You will never make your way through that fear until you start to march forward into battle. David and Goliath. David and Goliath. Fear. Goliath showed up with with all the giant homies. David's brothers were scared. The whole, the whole, the whole, the whole army was scared. Whole army was scared. David showed up. David ain't even a soldier at this point. David is a a a a, a what do you call it? a sheep herder? But at this point, he done already fought a, 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 a lion. He done already fought a bear. He's supposed to be delivering like lunch and messages to the soldiers on the front line. And he see everybody shook. Not because they fought Goliath and Goliath beat them up. No, they're afraid because Goliath is there and he's big and he's talking crazy. And David looked right at him and said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? You got me messed up. there would be no story of David and Goliath if David didn't pick up them rocks and throw them. It would just be a war that was lost behind fear. They say that the reason why David picked up three rocks is because Goliath had two brothers. He could have let that same belief system, that same fear of danger, that same fear of pain, that same fear of threat that was paralyzing the rest of the army. We talk about army, we talk about people with, 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 with swords and people with armor, people with resources everything you're supposed to need to go into battle, sitting around scared. And it took a little boy with a slingshot and some heart to come through. Set his fear aside. Know he had God on his side. And... Goliath right in the side of the head. And I believe that story ends with him with his own sword. But until you're ready to go pick up your stones, you're not conquering your fear. Until you're ready to march right into battle, you're not conquering your fear. You that army that's on the sideline letting that uncircumcised Philistine talk crazy to you. And you do nothing about it. Because this belief system, this belief system that something or someone might be dangerous, might cause pain, might be a threat, is inhibiting you, is paralyzing you, is stopping you from being whatever level of greatness. That you could be. Now if you read more of the Bible. David goes on to be that dude. <laughs> okay. King David, David goes on to be that dude. But only because he dared to pick up. Them three smooth stones. And prove himself in front of everybody. But see the thing is. That he had to ask himself. He had to accept that that everybody is being ruled by, few, by, by fear. That's why this fight is not going down. This is why they had, Goliath has not already been conquered. He had to acknowledge who they was afraid of. They're afraid of this giant. Assess the situation. Is he, do I really have anything to be afraid of? No, this person don't even serve my God. He asked himself, can he handle it? He knew he could handle it. He already been through some battles. By himself. And then he activated himself. He went forward and he trusted that God was going to take him through. And he became great. Great. Oh, he had a whole lot more battles and stuff to fight. And he did a lot of things right and did a lot of things. David did some things wrong. David did did some things wrong. (laughs) David and Bathsheba. David did some things notoriously wrong. But be fearful wasn't one of them. it wasn't about being kahi it was about moving forward it's about putting his whole chest in it it was about trust in himself trusting god trust that you wouldn't be forsaken trust that he had everything he needed to to conquer the battle in front of him all faith so in this day in this hour in this moment what are you afraid of can you accept that it is that it is fear that is ruling That it is fear that is the preeminent factor in your decision-making. It could be scary just accepting and acknowledging that all on its own. But you got to tell yourself the truth. You got to tell yourself the truth if you're ever going to break through. You got to shine a light on the boogeyman. Because he can't, he lives in the shadows. Once you expose him, you realize that he was never really a real factor in the first place. Okay. And this is where my throat hurt and I can't talk no more. So I've been on here for uh fifty fifty-two minutes or so that probably just means that um Holy Spirit say wrap it up. So I'm gonna go ahead and do that. I'm gonna pray this one out. And then we going um then we're gonna go be great. Yeah. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you for the opportunity for I thank you for this message that you put on my heart and your word that has come through it. I thank you for every soul that has watched, be it in the live, be it in the replay, be it now, be it in the future. I ask that you be with me and be with us to reveal to us in which areas that our fear is conquering and is covering you and your blessings and your anointing and what you have for us as that you remove the fear from around our hearts so that we may walk in boldness and greatness that we may move forward that we may have all the tools that we need and that even if we do have fear in our minds and in our hearts that we are still able to press forward and break through it to the other side so we can achieve the greatness and the power and the glory that you have for us that we may do with diligence, the missions that you have for us, that we may achieve all that you have placed in our lives. I said, You be with me for my day, so I may stay steadfast, I may stay enlightened, so that I may continue to encourage your people as we all walk along, along this journey we call life. In Jesus' name thank god and amen all right y'all you already know the drill um uh, like comment share if any piece of this has been encouraging to you um i really appreciate those of you who are here and alive of course mom sketty is always on time that's my biggest fan I appreciate everybody who um, watches the replays and spends a moment with me. And if you desire to um, give me any financial appreciation for my time that we spent here today, you can hit my cash app, cash tag Moschetti. Um, mom drops it in the comments already. <laughs> oh, done was bars. Ma- cash tag, most mom dropped it in the comments already buy me a coffee buy me a car whatever is in your wallet whatever is in your heart ultimately i really appreciate you guys and i hope that you take this to heart and i hope you go out and conquer your fears and i hope that you uh go be great so with that being said thank you for spending a moment with me i'll see you next week Tom, take me out.